every Marvel movie ever. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host, Kip Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francis Cole Collin. And today, we are talking about the best Punisher film to ever be made. We've talked about... Oh no, Franny, what kind of episode is this going to be? Uh, probably the same as always where I just <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, today we're talking about Lexi Alexander's film Punisher Warzone. We've talked about the Punisher from 1989 with Dolph Lundgren. We've talked about the That's Punisher. The, best one. the Punisher. You. We've talked about it's the Punisher not. 2004 with Thomas Jane. And now we're talking about Punisher Warzone from 2008, December 5th, 2008 with Ray Stevenson. I had a budget of like $35 million and made about 10 back. $10. So, $10 back. So, not great. I think this is the lowest grossing Marvel film ever made that got a theatrical release. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> we don't talk about Man-Thing. Man-Thing As far exist. as money, monetary type stuff, whatever. Poor Man-Thing. Poor Man-Thing. Everybody should watch it. And everybody should watch Punisher, Punisher Warzone because... I adore this movie. I think it's so great. It is a it is a very entertaining and very good movie. That I, was I love such bad film. grammar. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It was. It, it's a very it. a good. <laughs> it's very. It is a very a good movie because it is a good movie, and I think it's awesome. It, <laughs> I think this movie. It is, is awesome. But this movie is what every single action movie should be. It's so kind of just high adrenaline, high octane, crazy shit happening. Kill count in this movie is insane. It's like, isn't it like almost 90? No, it's past 100. Is it's it? It's like 103 people, I think. 83 of which are by the Fred oh, Castle okay, that's himself. what I was thinking. So, holy shit, that's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know how to talk about this. I guess first just saying, directed by Lexi Alexander. She hasn't done too much. She's awesome, but she hasn't done too much. She's very vocal about like pol- political stuff. On Twitter, she's cool there. Uh, she directed a movie with Elijah Wood called Green Street Hooligans in like 2005. It's apparently very good. Um, is she like annoying about political stuff, or does no, she just have I a think, lot of opinions? I mean, as far as as I'm concerned, I'm sure a lot of people won't agree with me. I think that everything she says is pretty right, uh, right on, okay. and awesome. I think she's great. Did you listen to that? How did this get made? I episode? did. Okay, you didn't. You did? I did. Okay, yeah. So. She was on that in like 2011 with Pat and Oswalt and uh, the people who do the How This Game Made podcast. And yeah, I think that there's a lot of stuff from that interview that I will, de- will definitely reference throughout this because it's really cool. Um, and she's she seems awesome, and or at least I think so. But first, maybe we should talk about kind of why this movie exists because there was going to be a Jonathan Hensley directed uh, Thomas Jane sequel to that first one. There should have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I really like that movie. Yeah. But I like Punisher Warzone quite a bit more. I think Punisher Warzone is like well <laughs> fucking top. <laughs> I think it's so great. Um, but yeah, we were gonna get that. It was gonna have Jigsaw as the villain and and all that stuff after Punisher came out because it did it did good. Uh, a lot of people saw it and I think it had really great DVD sales. The last one? Yeah, the last one did. Yeah, so they were gonna do one. Thomas Jane Forever, he he kept talking at like Comic Cons and stuff about it, and oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Uh, Jonathan Hensley is coming back. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be even better than last time. Whatever you say, and you think they're making a sequel? I think he thought that, and he put on like twelve pounds of muscle for like even more. Thomas Jane already is ripped, but and then like two thousand seven, he was like, well, fuck, it's not happening anymore. I guess that's not happening. <laughs> and so you know they threw the. Kind of, uh, we're they're like we need to make make another Punisher movie, so we'll throw it around to this guy. He doesn't want to throw it around to 
to whoever, oh, none of these directors want it. We'll give it to whoever will take it for cheap. And then Lexi Alexander comes along and is like, hey. She didn't even want to do it. <laughs> not really, yeah. But she was like, hey, I, I made like an Oscar-nominated short film a couple of years ago, and then I did that movie that Roger Ebert really liked. So I'll do it for cheap. Sure, I'll do a Punisher movie, whatever. I don't know that much about him, but I'll, I'll take it on. And then she learned a lot about Punisher and was like, oh, so these comics are fucking ridiculous, right? Let's make a movie that's fucking yeah, ridiculous. Then she proceeded to copy and paste like 70% of the movie. That's not a bad thing, no, though. No, it's, it's a great thing. <laughs> this feels more like, and I hate saying this because whenever I, I say, oh, this feels so much like a comic book, I think about the reviews for when Spider-Man PS4 came out. Every review... Makes you feel like This makes Spider-Man. you feel like Spider-Man. Just the like the IGN Batman reviews? Review. Yeah, yeah. Makes you really feel like you're Batman. <laughs> yeah, on every fucking box for that game. Yeah. <laughs> feel like the Dark Knight. Or whatever. It's like, oh, wow. In every trailer. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen in a video game where you play as Batman? It should it'll, go it'll without make you feel saying, like Batman. It should go without saying that you feel like Batman. Um, you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird if a Batman game makes you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know why they printed those on all those boxes. They just kind of were like, okay, so we have the Marvel Knights and the Marvel Max Punisher series written by Garth Ennis and drawn by Steve Dillon, which I talked about in our last episode because a lot of that, the, especially the Welcome Back Frank story, inspired that movie. Even more of those comics inspired this. That is one of the best comic runs of all time, I think. I think every issue of that is an incredible issue because of Marvel Knights, which I do need to talk about because it's just... It's one of the best movements in all of comics, other than, like, Icon, I think. and or, or not Icon. Icon and Image. Both of those are fucking... Are we about to have a history lesson? <laughs> yes, we are. In okay, 1998, cool. when Marvel was going bankrupt, Joe Quesada and uh, uh, Jimmy... Another guy. <laughs> Jimmy Pal- Paltomi, I think? They were like, okay, guys, so... um, You know, we, we still have our long-running Spider-Man and X-Men Fantastic Four stories, we have all these kind of B-list, C-list characters. We should do something with them. And so there was a push for, like, they took Daredevil, they took Punisher and Elektra and Luke Cage and all these people, and they were like, oh, so you guys have kind of been falling behind in the past five, ten years. We're going to push you up front with, like, heavy creator-made stuff and really high-quality... Because a lot of comics were, like, mass-produced, like, there's some beautiful art in the 90s, but a lot of it is like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll draw Spider-Man in these 14 poses, and then we'll put those in every issue and every every panel. But then this stuff, it's like, okay, well, we're going to focus on telling, like, solo stories where it's not, it's still in Earth 616, but it's not like, oh, you know, this, this cro- read this comic to understand what's happening in this comic, and read this comic to understand. It's like, oh, we'll tell a three-issue story about the Punisher on an adventure or whatever. And it's really great, and the art is always perfect, and the writing is incredible, and it's just, it was kind of a push for really strong character stuff that was really beautiful to look at. And so, Garth Ennis, he got, um, he got Punisher, which was his main thing, because he hates superheroes. So usually, he writes a lot of great stuff, like he writes Preacher. Yeah, um, best person to be <laughs> working at Marvel is somebody that hates superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's an angry Irishman. Um, uh, but, like all of them? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, kind of. Uh, but, but yeah, um, ba- basically Garth Ennis, he writes these amazing, incredible comic stories, but he doesn't write superhero stories that's why he writes punisher and he writes these people who you know they're murderers usually and <laughs> terrible people but he's really fucking great at writing them 
he's really great at writing terrible people. He is. He is. And I, maybe that sounds like an insult, but it's absolutely a testament to just how incredible he's able to make. Because I still love Frank Castle when I'm reading these, but I'm like, you're an absolute monster and a criminal and you should be stopped. But also, you're killing bad people, and I understand why you're doing it. But also, stop, <laughs> please! You've killed, you've killed a hundred people in this issue. I don't please understand. stop! Please stop! He's already dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ralph Wiggum is coming here. Stop! He's already dead. Marvel Knights. They were like, oh, so we had a Daredevil film that was just made by under the normal Marvel Fox banner, and you know all these things. Marvel Knights will have its own film unit <laughs> and so they made punisher war zone was their first one they made ghost rider spirit of vengeance which was their second one and then they went away forever they shut it down <laughs> which because both of those movies bombed <laughs> yeah even though they were really accurate to the characters they just they made them and were like oh that's that's too comic booky and fun let's stop it's like oh yeah this isn't the two characters that everybody knows oh well yeah if it's not spider-man or or it's not an mcu thing fuck off forever like it's like wow guys just like how it is now (laughs) yeah well now you know yeah yeah it is the same no it's the same (laughs) it's different it's still the same things haven't well they're just they're just they gotta start dragging random characters into the MCU. Well, MCU now, that now. The MCU has all these characters. People watch them yeah. again. So, like, imagine them trying to make like an Eternals movie that doesn't have to do with the MCU. No, no one that would movie would bomb. People wouldn't even know it was a Marvel movie. Like, yeah, like people probably didn't even know Punisher Warzone was a Marvel movie. They're probably probably not. Like, uh, Punisher Warzone. What's that? I Some think I think that's how most movie. of these turned out. Oh yeah, like I you wouldn't. So too. I feel like I wouldn't guess that Ghost Rider was a Marvel movie. Or, like, no, Blade was a Marvel movie? I think so. No, not at all. And I feel like there's still a lot of people who don't know that. I mean, I think people who are into it obviously know that. And even if you're just a casual fan, you're like, oh, sure. But I think if I was like, hey, Grandma, uh, you know Blade? She's like, oh, that vampire movie? It's like, yeah, not, that, I, not I, that Marvel movie? <laughs> like, when I think of char- like movies that you really wouldn't think are Marvel movies, like, out of the very small group of people that have seen Howard the Duck... How many of them know that he's a Marvel character? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think anyone really knows. I mean, I don't, there's not even like a Marvel flipping comic yeah, logo at like, the start of that movie. There's, there's, is Marvel credited at all? I think I don't think like it's one of the opening credit things. Yeah, I, I feel like, like it's in like yeah and stuff, and it's like oh, I guess now we're in it. And Blade, I don't even remember. I think Blade gets like a Marvel logo where it's just the bl- the red box, and so is X Men. Spider Man was the first one. To do yeah, this. but. Yeah, I think a lot of these weird characters, it's like, yeah, you might not know, because... They don't count. You wouldn't think, yeah, but but yeah, no, I don't know. So I love that Marvel Max made these movies, because... Or, sorry, not Marvel Max, Marvel Knights. Max and Knights, they're very similar. Um, but What's Similar, but different. Max is technically a different thing. Like, they did, like, even just looking at the sh- my shelf, they just did, like, Jessica Jones, and they did some Punisher stuff, and they produced a lot of Garth Ennis Punisher stories. But they're technically a different division, and not all Knight stories are Max, even though I think most Max stories are technically Marvel Knight stuff. It's kind of... It, it cool. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Comics are confusing, and I yeah, hate them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. No. Wow, weird that you're doing this show. Then. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. And another reason Thomas Jane didn't want to do this was because he thought it was too comic booky, which is like... Come oh, on. Come on. I mean, that first Punisher movie is a lot more just like a crime thing and still this is, this is 
such a wacky, like, silly... There's a lot of CGI blood in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's a lot of practical blood, too. I I think there, a lot of it is... I feel like a lot of the CGI stuff, like, you can really tell that CGI and it doesn't look too good. Uh, I didn't, I barely even kind of thought about it. I thought most of the effects in this movie, since everything is mostly just head explosions and stuff, I thought it looked really good. Like, I didn't even have a problem with that, which usually I do, because CGI blood has never looked good. I think there's enough practical... Like, it's mostly practical. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, there's these CGI moments that stand out to I, me. I like, feel oh, like that makes it stand out more, though, because there's I more practical stuff than when there's CGI stuff. It's like, oh, that looks really well, weird. Are there any moments in particular that you remember? The first one that comes to mind is when Punisher's holding the kid and just shotgun blasts that guy, like, point-blank range when oh, he's, like, yeah, sitting okay. at the table. Like, that looked really bad. I like I love it. That moment, yeah, though. I love it. Is that the bit but, when the when the cop? Is yeah, there? yeah. That's one of my favorite moments because it's like after that huge shootout and he's like arresting that guy. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, Frank. God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I just remember like seeing it and just being oh no that doesn't look very good at all. <laughs> no, I didn't even think about that. And usually I would pick that stuff out, but no, yeah, I didn't, there's only it like, didn't bother me at all. There's only like two or three scenes that are like that. I just thought that like when You're they use the CG, it just it looks a little rough. I just changed the audio, so if it sounds different now, that's why. Gabe just fucked it We've up. We've been having a lot of problems with our audio box today. We uh, don't know how technology works. We're kind so. of clipping and, and stuff, so if this episode doesn't sound great, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to come in here for like a couple hours soon on my own and try to fix it up just because... I feel bad about not giving you guys perfect audio quality all the time, but it's really tricky sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Because our equipment hits us. Yeah. Or it hates Gabe. It hates me. So. Even though it's it's good equipment, it's just like, if I don't know what one knob does, the whole thing's going to fall apart. So I guess just as far as characters go, the Punisher is used in the perfect way, and he's perfect, and he's great, and I love him. I think he's so good. I don't know how I feel totally about the look. Yeah, well, I was actually just about to bring up that uh, uh, Big Boy Noah, all caps on Reddit, said uh, he wanted to know our thoughts on the Punisher costume. And that's, honestly, I feel bad because Ray Stevenson is the like perfect Frank Castle Punisher in this goddamn movie. So good and like cold. And they say in that How Did It Get Made uh, podcast that's like, he probably has a page of dialogue, which he should, because yeah. he shouldn't be talking that much. But the costume isn't great. I like that it has a weird turtleneck, and I like how tactical it is. I, I just don't like the skull. I don't like the skull, and I don't know how I feel about the turtleneck. Oh, I, I like feel the tur- like it I like just that. looks stupid. And I'm pretty sure he gets choked at like two different points in the movie. But how? He's wearing a turtleneck that covers his entire neck. I guess neck. they get under it or something. I don't know. How? It's his entire neck. Yeah, what? A, yeah. <laughs> it's no, I mean. Yeah. I feel like it just looks a little stupid. You sure. I, I think it's badass. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I, I fell for I it. I do like that he's not, like, all muscle, though. Like, he's kind yeah, of Yeah, and I like that. I feel like that's how it should be. <laughs> I like that it's not a t shirt that his son gave him from the beach. Like, it's yeah. not. It's just a fucking bulletproof vest with a skull, like, stenciled on. I Even though like I do like. I think my favorite look for the yeah. Punisher is Thomas Jane, for sure. No, I should say he is. Thomas Jane is my favorite looking Punisher. I just. I hate that origin still. I think that's yeah, dumb that and bad. 
and that actually brings me to a point that our, our best friend Paul said. Um, he, he, I don't even think he's actually seen this movie. Uh, <laughs> he says he has. I don't think he has because <laughs> I said, "Oh, I guess you have no thoughts on Punisher Wars." And we're talking about Power Rangers since I mentioned it last week. Um, and he said, uh, "I remember the chandelier bit, which we'll talk about later when we talk about oh, how crazy yeah. this movie is." Um, oh, it's like Hulk, where it's sort of a sequel to the other Punisher movie, except it isn't because he had a son in this one. Or in that one, and then this one, he had a daughter. He has both in this one. He has a son and a daughter. Yeah. Um, that's about all I remember. I don't remember enjoying it that much, and then he keeps talking about Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> that's all we have from Paul this week, so I just felt like I should read out now instead of just doing a dump of everybody at the end yeah. of the show. Um, thanks, Paul. Uh, <laughs> we love you. We appreciate Number one fan. it. But I don't think that this is supposed to be a sequel. Everybody says it's a reboot, and I think it is. I think. Yeah, I don't. Be- it has a sequel title, but I don't think that makes it a sequel at all. Yeah, I feel like this one is like way too different yeah. to be considered. Like they're not even the same style. <laughs> no, no. I mean that one is such a gritty kind of realistic thing for the most part, and this is the most goofy fucking like I just the, like, like this you- is. <laughs> One of my favorite. A, <laughs> I don't know. It's my favorite depiction a of a guy comic does book a ever. front flip off of a roof and then blows up. Oh, the so. parkour is so great. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> with a heat seeking missile. Yeah. And then, and then he throws the bag with it down a vent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. I'll talk about the parkour guys. Um, I wish I could remember what they were called because they have such a hilarious group. Yeah. Name. Oh, fuck. I, I, I want to look it yeah, up because their up. name is so it's so stupid. I don't even know what to look up. But the reason that that's in there is because after the Born Identity, you know, that kind of revolutionized action movies in the way The Matrix did, even though The Born Identity is kind of trash. Um, but that movie kind of, it started like this huge movement of parkour. And so we started getting parkour in every movie. Die Hard 4 had a huge parkour sequence. Casino Royale has a huge parkour sequence. And so Lexi Alexander was like, you guys hate parkour in movies, right? So what if I took that and I had these parkour guys and they're the most cliche, annoying fucking guys who can only travel via the most ridiculous parkour sequences in any movie while awful music plays and I blow them up and impale them on fences. Like it's, it's I just love that complete subversion of, oh, this horrible trend that's happening, I'm gonna end it forever. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like I can't even think of a similar example to taking such like a weird cliche and just being like, nope, <laughs> kill him. Yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of a like a unique thing to this it movie. Is. I think this whole this, movie yeah, is absolutely I was unique. gonna say this movie is very unique. <laughs> but like not in a not in a bad way. No, in the best way, and I think it's beautiful also. This is a like really good looking movie, which is weird. I think the oh, I don't wanna mess it up. I think the cinematographer's name is Steve Gaynor. And he does an absolute amazing job. Like there's so many rich greens and kind of like murky streets in this movie that are just I don't even know how he was able to get those shots where it just looks so good. There's a lot of, like, you see a skyscraper from the first floor and then it pans up so you can see the whole thing. There's a part when that happens and then, like, the moon comes from over the skyscraper. It just looks so beautiful. I don't know how he does it. Wasn't the last one kind of like that? Like, they just had, like really nice just random shots yeah no it's that, that one's i think really, that's just a punisher it has thing some good inserts i think and actually every kind of frame and composition every single frame if you pause it it looks like a frame from a punisher comic and i don't just mean like in a sin city way where it's super stylized 
but where people are in the frame, they'll always be to the side with a lot of like empty space. They take up a third, and then the rest is just environment. That's how comics are drawn. In the way that every single conversation scene is like that, it's just it's incredible to like pause scenes and just be like, "Wow, like that looks like somebody just recreated this kind okay, of." Okay, so I found I found the name of the group. Oh my god, what is it? Uh, McGinty and the Urban Free Flow Gang. Yes, the Urban Free Flow Gang. Oh, I love McGinty also with his dreadlocks. <laughs> he looks like Jack Sparrow. I, I literally could not tell what his accent was supposed to be. He was like Jamaican almost. Irish, apparently. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I that's guess. Kind of I funny. guess they're an Irish. Ga- they're they're a bunch of Irishmen that do parkour, and they're the Urban Free Flow Gang. <laughs> Well, that's I love the urban free flow. <laughs> I want that tattooed on my head. The urban free flow gang. That's so weird. Are you, you're a member of the urban free flow gang, Franny? I was born and was raised and will die. You were born doing front flips. I was born, yeah, yeah and getting your limbs seeing blown. Seeing how I could traverse <laughs> any object as complicatedly as I could. Uh, yeah, I love that so much. <laughs> I love. They're literally that just there. complete subversion. Because when they first show up, you're like, oh, we're gonna have a really dated parkour, and then it's like oh it was a joke <laughs> that's so good yeah they don't they have like no plot significance whatsoever they're just there and then they get blown up does that mean that it's time to talk about uh, uh billy <laughs> jigsaw himself the villain of the movie jigsaw is one of the punisher's like most esteemed villains and it's so great to see him on screen for the first time and then we got him again in the netflix show how was that it's good it's pretty good the scene where he becomes jigsaw in that show is really fucked. It's not as good as in this when he falls. Yeah, when he falls into a, into a bottle a recycling recycling yeah. plant like crusher, and it crushes him. And then again in that podcast, they talk about how he's not like, oh, somebody help. He's like, fuck you, castle, I'll fucking kill you. He's <laughs> your motherfucker. Like, so That's great. just what you do when you're getting recycled, I guess. <laughs> Why are they there? That's such a weird place to meet up. Why wouldn't they meet up there? You, I don't you know. Would, you would never suspect. You'd never suspect you, it. You'd never suspect them to all meet up at the bottle recycling plant. My favorite like thing that's supposed to be inconspicuous in any superhero movie, or probably any movie where there's like a mob deal, is there's a scene in Batman 1989 oh, where God. there's like there's this corrupt cop, and then there's this thug, and the thug just hands him a sandwich, like in a bag, but then he takes the sandwich out of the bag. It's just a piece of bread and another piece of bread with like a hundred bucks in the middle of it. Like that's the bribe. <laughs> it's just like that's not suspicious to see a gang member handing a cop a sandwich. No. What's what do you like? What do you think is in there? <laughs> Fuck it's so stupid. I love that. I love shit like that. It's so like it's just like yeah, you guys you don't get it, do you? But I should real quick show you the Netflix. Uh, jigsaw origin because it's really brutal yeah i kind of but... want to see i i googled jigsaw because i was curious because i messaged you yesterday like oh they, yeah of course. it's a weird coincidence that his name is billy and he changes his name to jigsaw and then in, in saw it's the exact same thing well the doll's name is billy yeah. but name or what like the nickname the whatever, alias jigsaw. Of him, even though his name is john yeah yeah but yeah, that's super. It's no, still a both, weird coincidence. They're both produced by Lionsgate yeah. Films, which is really interesting. Also, I love that. So let me just pause this real quick uh, okay. and show you the origin thing. A few minutes later. So yeah, basically Netflix Jigsaw. He has a great scene where he gets his face smashed in, and then 
like he's non-existent. It's like ten times, and then his he doesn't it's exist. Really disappointing. It's so disappointing that he has like, like three cuts in his face. I know it's so shitty. Like, I hate. He that. just has stitches. Yeah, which in this he literally bad. looks like Leatherface. So. Yeah, he does. No, he looks like like yeah, he looks like Leatherface. He looks like a fucking scary. The makeup's really good. Actually, because yeah. they'll just show it in broad daylight. Like they barely yeah. ever keep it in shadow because they're like, "Yeah, this is a good effect, and we'll just keep using it because it is, looks good." Is it makeup or did they make a mask for it's it? It's makeup. Yeah, he would spend oh. like two hours, I think, a day, and then another hour to take it all off at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's. I think it looks really great. Yeah, that's like looks good. he's got like the bloodshot eye and stuff. Yeah, and he's so ridiculous, especially with his brother Looney Bin Jim. His name is James. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Please, gentlemen, call him James. <laughs> yeah, I know he's fucking crazy. He's gotta uh, get his applesauce back. I'm gonna get my applesauce back. I love when he's smashing his head in all the mirrors. Yeah. Like, Don't worry, Billy. You'll never have to look at yourself in the mirror again. <laughs> Despite the fact that where he breaks all the mirrors, he can still you can still use it. Like, it's still going to reflect perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like he, And later in the movie, there's those broken mirrors, and he looks at himself. And yeah. Basically, it's like, oh, yeah, you can still see what's happening. Yeah. I kind of like that scene, though, where he's just yeah. throwing his body, like, every part of his body into mirrors. Because that guy's crazy. He eats a man. He, he eats a man's organs. Yeah, he eats a man's heart, like, very clear, like, in the scene. He's literally eating his heart. Yeah, yeah, and now I just want to bring up what Andrew Osborne said. He said, probably my favorite Punisher movie. It's so over-the-top and ridiculous. It circles back around to being funny, and then he's left the link to the applesauce scene. Because <laughs> that's like, yeah. That's you definitely a, stand a standout scene in this movie. <laughs> and it's the most cartoonishly, like, Arkham Asylum-type yeah. place. It's like a castle on a hill with, like, lightning <laughs> flashing. And you see, like, yeah, the like famous exterior shot, which yeah. is yeah, the sign in the forefront. I just like the small detail of over the course of the movie, he just has more and more bandages just like yeah, all over his just body. Cuts. <laughs> yeah, and I like that he has as many like exposed injuries yeah. as bandages. Like, there's like, literally there's just like a scene of them talking where his knuckles are just completely covered in blood, and he's just like licking it. <laughs> he's so crazy. He's so he does and such he a acts great like a job. Cat. <laughs> Yeah, he just does. For no yeah, reason, he, goes, he just no. is. He fights Punisher on all fours. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe <laughs> actually that's a good argument. <laughs> he does do a lot of cat-related stuff. He scratches him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I think he just has a weird thing about cats. <laughs> and I love the I love the the final confrontation kind of thing where they have Micro played by Newman from Seinfeld, aka uh, Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park, yeah, that's, aka that's where I knew Al him from. from Al's Twin <laughs> Barn. So it's oh like, shit, that yeah. is, oh god, Wayne Knight. He's so he's so amazing. <laughs> I love him, and I love him in this as Micro because yeah, we didn't have that character in the first one because Jonathan Hensley, who directed that movie, hates that character for no reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, where it's like, oh, we'll kill Micro or we'll kill this little girl, like, and just that scene with, with Jigsaw, and like that's the most crazy <laughs> thing. And then they just blow his brains out, like it's just a shot from like his head, and then and the fake out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And his they destroyed his grandmother's head, which is so sad. Yeah, when he comes in and her head is gone, <laughs> but her it's, hair is still there. Yeah, it's like it's like three quarters of her head. Punisher punches a man in the face, and his head his head he, implodes. Yeah, he he snorts cocaine. Yeah, and then gets his head his skull literally destroyed by a with one a punch. single punch. And then the guy in the, the elevator, the guy like in the elevator or on the toilet, or oh, yeah, he's on, yeah in the elevator. Yeah. 
but fucking the guy that gets his face punched in that's the exact same sheet the exact same scene uh where he shotgun blasts the guy yeah, like, it is it's like within it's like the, a minute it's, it's like, like yeah. two minutes between it's each the other thing that happens before that yeah he punches the guy who looks exactly like billy russo's head in and then he the guy's like oh we're taking you in and he blows his brains out it's like oh he blows his everything out yeah and how great is is soap in this movie because we didn't we've never seen him on screen like because in punisher max he's always just the bumbling cop who always wants to you know he's kind of working with punisher and they're kind of friends he's so incompetent and he's just like he's comic relief basically and he's like oh punisher you know, I probably shouldn't be helping you out, but I always will because I'm kind of obsessed with you and I love you, but I probably shouldn't be doing this. And he's fucking picture perfect. Like, just like everybody else in this movie, he is perfect in this as that character. He looks he looks like a lot like Sean Astin from like Lord of the Rings and the Goonies and stuff who plays Sam. So, like, he looks a lot like him. I would love to see him play that character, but... Oh, they do look really similar. Yeah, they do. I was thinking about it. They, yeah. They look exactly like pretty much, but... Like almost identical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't even know <laughs> if like, I can tell you who's who. Yeah, it's weird how close they look. Yeah, I've always thought that anyway, but yeah, no, so I love him in this movie. I love the scene where they're in the car, and he has Frank in the back, and he's like, let me let out, me soap, out. and he's like, you know, I can't do that, and he's like, let me out, he's like, okay, fine. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But and, he comes in with a little hat. You mind explaining to me how a handcuffed criminal escapes custody from the back of your locked car. That castle's a slippery one. I don't know how you can love this movie. Oh, no, I I love it. This is definitely one of my personal favorite movies that we've talked about, because this is... This is just a movie I love. <laughs> I love to watch it. It makes me happy. You know, when people are like, oh, it's a comic come to life, usually you think of, like, Sin City or Watchmen or something like that, or, like, certain moments in, in Marvel movies. But this is every single part of this, the atmosphere, the cinematography, the acting, it's all... Everybody loves Punisher behind the scenes, clearly. And now, do you want to talk about a real-world tragedy, or do you not want to talk about it? Fuck it, we can talk about okay, it. Okay, because this has been a really fun episode, but I think we've got to bring it down yeah. real quick. So Virginia, Can't have fun all the time. Okay, so I'm sure a lot of people would be familiar with the Virginia Tech Massacre uh, in 2007. A student at the Virginia, I assume it's just the Virginia School of Technology, I don't know what it actually is, but something along those lines. It's one of the worst massacres in, in history as far as on a campus goes, and 32 people were killed in the span of like two hours. And the the notable thing about that is that in his dorm room, he had a Punisher poster, and he had like recreated some of the Punisher poses or stuff, these pictures you can find. And of that he... happening he kind of based himself on that like but he was like the ideology was backward it wasn't like oh i'm gonna go seek out evil people like a dexter type thing yeah. it was just like oh well you know he kills people to make himself feel better so i'm gonna do it kind of thing and so wasn't it like a, a week or no it was like a couple no it days. was it was like when when lexi alexander was supposed to go in and pitch yeah. what she wanted to do and so her response to that really worked in this movie's favor because she was like, oh, okay, so what I have to do is make all the violence in this movie as over-the-top as possible so nobody can imitate it. And so that's why we get people yeah, exploding she's like, Just with funny. rocket launchers. And yeah, so she was like, okay, we're not going to react to this by being serious. We're going to react to this by making it as ridiculous as we can. So, I mean, that's an awful thing that happened, but when you look at it as one of the reasons that... that this movie is like that it's like okay well i understand that's probably the best way to go about it that's a sad thing that i feel like we just had to acknowledge because it's a real world horrible thing that happened and it inspired 
well, an element of this movie. Yeah. That, anyway, that's enough about that. <laughs> it's enough just that's, shit. That's Back why to that is getting their heads yeah. punched through. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like, okay, what, what's the? I don't even know. I can't even say. Yeah, and I, I don't want to keep throwing back to that How to Get Made episode, but they just say so much great stuff. The finale happens in the first five minutes, and every scene just tries to top it. Like, the, the first thing that happens is the Punisher comes in, decapitates. <laughs> he just decapitates. Like he's like an old man. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. just cuts his head off. This old mob boss cuts his head off. He gets on the chandelier and does like the John Woo spinning with two guns thing, but it's the best <laughs> version because <laughs> he's just shooting everybody at that dinner. Like yeah. I mean, all of there's, them can't yeah, be bad. There's, there's literally there was a couple that was just kind of there. And like he kills I, they, them. they didn't do anything, and he just fucking kills them. He just shoots them like point blank in the face. That's why the police <laughs> should not be using the Punisher as a role model. By the way, that's yeah, another thing. So like right after that scene. <laughs> and that one cop lets him get away by giving him the keys to the car. <laughs> he punches himself in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> just... <sighs> what a great <laughs> what a great movie. It's so great. And I love that scene where he's like the the new cop is there and he's like, Oh, so which one's the Punisher file? And he's like All of, All them. of them. There's like a hundred filing cabinets around yeah, it's him. Like, Every it's single an entire one. room full. Every single one is about the Punisher. <laughs> it's just just Oh, and you know, Freddie Prince Jr. was gonna be Jigsaw, which is interesting. I I, I want to see it. I kind of want to. I feel like he'd be good. I feel like he could do that. I think absolutely, two thousand eight Freddie no, Prince I, could do that. Okay, it's kind of sad, but I can't see Freddie Prince Jr. in anything because it just makes me think of the Scooby Doo movies. Oh, okay, yeah, he's bad in that. Yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's fucking so Fred. <laughs> yeah, he's Fred. But I I watched those movies like a lot when I was little. So <laughs> now every time I see Freddie Prince Jr. in like anything i just, just Fred. Hey, Fred. yeah that's Fred. no i get it i always just think of i know what you did last summer where he's like the really abusive yeah, asshole I saw, I saw him in that movie and i'm like fred's being really weird <laughs> i love that that makes it sound like you don't understand that he is yeah. fred <laughs> fred's being weird. yeah like, what the hell <laughs> Even though that movie was before, he yeah. Was Fred. I guess his name is Fred, so that would confuse <laughs> you. Oh, I I'm meeting uh uh Matthew Lillard in April. <laughs> by the way, of course you are. I'm gonna dress up in my Stu costume and meet him. And I wonder if he'll remember that tweet that at the uh, horror convention my dad and I always go to. All of the Scream cast is gonna be there. Really? Nev Campbell's gonna be there. Fucking um, uh, Randy's gonna be there. <laughs> I don't think Dewey's gonna be. I don't think David Arquette will be there. But probably not. Yeah, but I I'm hoping that we'll get to see a little reunion between the four. Well, Courtney Cox is off doing her own reunion with the with the Friends cast. We're gonna get to see all the other ones <laughs> do a Scream re- reunion. This is one of my favorite movies ever. So that's gonna be great to see. <laughs> I can't wait to see. I kind of. Yeah, I, I kind of doubt that Matthew Lillard is going to remember No, I don't think so either. But, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but, yeah, you know. That's why, like, there's a chance. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm kind of like, well, it's, if he, he retweeted me. That, you should just make it really weird, like, likes. show him the tweet. Like, remember when <laughs> you, you did no. this? <laughs> yeah, I won't do that. That was me. <laughs> no, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. I did show, when I met Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp, I did show her my light switch, which is her at the end of that movie, and then the dick is the light switch. <laughs> And she thought that was awesome. <laughs> so, I, you know, that has worked yeah, out for I've, me at I've one point. Seen, I've seen that light switch a couple times. It's pretty great. I, I never understood it. Have you seen that movie? I 
course I haven't. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You would fucking. That's one of my favorite movies, also. We're going to have to watch that. Yeah. That's I, such a great movie. I just, she's so nice. I never understood it, and I just didn't want to ask. Cause it's, <laughs> so you just have, like, a naked person? 12 year old. <laughs> yeah. Just on yeah, your wall. Yeah, I and do. With, with a perfectly placed light switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I got that yeah, at a convention, too. Just didn't really want to ask. We're going to have to watch that movie soon. That's, that, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite <laughs> kick ass movies. Ever. And then that. <laughs> and then that. Yeah, it'd be a great marathon. And re- yeah, Ray Stevenson, just like Thomas Jane did, he was like training with Marines and stuff, which is always cool when it's like, oh, you guys went to that level? Like to actually become Punisher? It's, it's great. Uh, and I guess we should mention just because it's like, oh, kind of obvious thing. Or maybe it's not obvious. Maybe I'm being an asshole. But Ray Stevenson is still, or I guess he's not now, but he was in like the MCU. He was Volstag in the Thor movies. He was one of the Warriors 3, like the big kind of dwarf form with the axes. Oh. So he was, he's been in Marvel one movies since. One of the most since. forgettable characters in the MCU. <laughs> oh, they're good in the first one. Then they just kind of <laughs> yeah. get sidelined in the rest of them. They're just, I mean, it's hard to remember the random characters from Asgard when you have, yeah. like, <laughs> when there's, like, thousands of MCU I know, people I know. at this point. I still <laughs> love Volstagg and Sif and uh, the other and two. the third guy. <laughs> the other yeah, two. See? No, there's two, well, there's uh, two other ones. <laughs> Sif isn't technically part of them, but she's still their friend. <laughs> She's cool. She was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at one time. Because they were like, who can we get? Can we get Lady Sif? Bring her in. No, she's good. What was, okay, what was the context of bringing and in an Asgardian? from Asgard was like, how is everything? I heard Thor was how here. Is Thor Odinson? No, I think she literally did. I think she's like, Thor was here that one time, right? Because they got, uh... their cameos have been, they got Maria Hill. They got Samuel Jackson one time, and then they got they got Sif. Those were the cameos on that show. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you know, you're important to the MCU when you're on Agents of Shield, and that's it. Oh my! God. And you know, one of the Warriors Three. Do you know who he was recast as? Because the blonde guy he got recast as a uh, fucking Zachary Levi Shazam. So, like like he's Shazam in those oh, shit. in two of those movies, yeah, which is I so for- weird. Yeah. I I forgot that that was a thing that I knew. Yeah, it barely matters, but that's still hilarious. <laughs> they're like barely characters. They're barely characters. They're in that first one a lot. You're like you're going to see that first one and be like, "Oh, they were really banking on these characters." Maybe. I think it was I think it was also cuz Agents of Shield started around the time that Thor: The Dark World came out, so that's probably it was probably a promotional thing. That, yeah, that was their ad. Lady Sif is Lady in this. Sif is you know what else she's Lady in? Sif. Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> yeah, okay, and she's not in Ragnarok. <laughs> she's yeah. not even Aren't in they, it. Don't they all die at the yeah. end of Ragnarok? No, they all no, die they all like die in the, the middle of Ragnarok, like really early oh, on. Oh yeah, as soon as I, yeah, Hela I they, shows up. Yeah, I thought they were part of the ship thing, but no, that's oh. everyone else on Asgard. <laughs> Like the the four characters with names are the ones yeah, that they get killed. First. It's like it's like Odin and then all of them. Yeah, yeah, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> the Warriors three. Imagine being one of those three, and that's like your only role in the MCU is well, just to be them and then die. At least he was Punisher in a pretty fucking awesome movie. <laughs> I, I love Punisher Warzone. It's it's definitely one of my favorite movies that we've ever done and probably will yeah. ever do. It's not one of the best movies, but it's definitely one of my personal favorites. Because, yeah, it's an 80s action throwback. It's a throwback to, like, canon movies that you would not go to theaters, but you'd watch. And yeah, like, no, this this definitely isn't, like, an actual good it's not, movie. It's not a work of art, although it is, like, actually pretty, and it's actually yeah, well-acted. it is actually, actually very pretty. 
but, but it's not a so serious silly. movie. It's so you know this is an absolute fun, which is funny. I love that all the like the posters are really gritty and everything because it yeah. has to be. And then you see it, and it's just ridiculous. McGinty and the Urban Free Flow Gang urban free getting flow blown gang. up. We have to get their kneecaps getting shot. We have to get some piece of merchandise for this room. Put it on a t-shirt. We have to get some piece of merchandise for this room. That's McGinty yeah, and the, the Urban, urban Free, free flow, flow Gang. Yeah, for sure, because that's so funny. Nobody works nine to five in this. Also, working nine to five, which is a testament. Everybody is oh, is a character. <laughs> I love well, it. The wife isn't really, but at least she's like grieving over her husband. Like she's still yeah. got emotional depth going on. I think that's still good. <laughs> I can't even like this movie is just such a fucking ride that I can't even think of of too many things to talk about going yeah, forward. I, like literally on the way here, I didn't even like know what I wanted to talk about because there's just so much. <laughs> there's so like this movie where we are not talking about even like our favorite moments I bet that we've left out cuz there's Bro, there's shit. just the entire there's just so much. When you're like half an hour into the movie and you see a rabid psychopath uh saying that he wants to take his applesauce back and then proceed to eat a man's heart. Why does Billy start calling himself Jigsaw Franny? Uh so we we've, we've talked about that I hate how People get their names in all these movies. This is the best example. Uh, so I believe it's while he's in the hospital, or oh is my it God. after? No, it's in the hospital. He's like looking out the window. Or so something. he's looking out the window, and there's there's a I guess it's like one of those like TV billboard things. Yeah, and it has a newscast on it, and this news this newscast is I don't apparently know if it's a I think it's like a commercial. It's 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 something. There's something on a billboard. And it has to do with a jigsaw puzzle of the Statue of, of Liberty. This, yeah. Uh. So then, then in the next scene, he just he's they're in the car, and he's like, "Don't call me Billy. Call me Jigsaw." I love that and he's and he's wearing like a fur coat, yeah, <laughs> like, a, like a hat, like a fedora, and he's like, "Call me Jigsaw. Billy is dead." Yeah, Billy is dead. Call me Jigsaw. <laughs> and the scene right before uh so between the two is when he stabs that doctor with scissors for fucking up his face (laughs) yeah that's that's a scene that's also kind of lifted out of the 80s batman movie (laughs) because it's like because like he goes to that back alley surgeon then it like leaves or whatever but in this he gets fucking murdered you're like it was like a scalpel or whatever. He no, I think it was a pair of scissors. Yeah, probably. Just like his forehead. Whatever the grisliest thing it could be. <laughs> That's what it is. The only other thing I can really think to talk about is the the recruitment scene, which when in the past when we brought this movie up, I've said I love this movie, but there's a scene that's kind of like offensive. I don't think it is. Now knowing the context for it, I don't think that it is at all. I think I was just kind of like now the recruitment thing. Yeah, I don't think I don't I think, think it is it was, at all. Yeah. I think when I when I watched it last time, I was watching it with my dad, and it was like four a.m. and we were just like, oh, that's a little weird. But now it, looking yeah, at it in context, it makes a lot of sense. It's definitely a, a weird scene. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> absurd, but it's not offensive or no, anything. It's, it's not. just it's okay. So this scene is uh <laughs> Jigsaw and uh Looney Bin Jim. Uh so they go to <laughs> So this is uh to get ready for the the big the big fight. The so they can have the Punisher the Warzone at the end. Yeah. So they they get this like rundown motel and they decide that they're going to go get as many people as they can to try to kill the Punisher. 
So <laughs> they go to all of the gangs in New York, I guess. Is uh-huh. that where the movie is? Yeah, yeah. They go to them by race. <laughs> yep. Um, but each of them have <laughs> representations of their race. Uh, like the uh, the Japanese like gang just has a like I'm pretty sure they just have a do they have a Japanese flag behind them? I or they is have it... something. Re- I know that Billy and Louis Benjamin have the American yeah, they have, flag. They have the American them. flag behind them like, while the, they're talking. Some patriotic song is playing. Yeah. I can't remember which one. It's and like that, the Saints go marching in or something. Probably there's like the black gangs and then there's the Irish gang, the Irish gang, and then there's the Asian one, and then isn't there there's probably one more it's probably like the mexican yeah game or something. i think so yeah but they just have like representations of the, their races it's like a four-leaf clover like a yeah. neon sign at yeah. the bar in the background it, it just goes between that and then uh essentially leatherface and uh just an insane bald yeah, an ins- man an insane bald man with bandages American all flag. over him well music is playing <laughs> And while they're talking about how much they hate the Punisher and how much they want him dead and, and that like, they'll pay them. We're, we're going to help. You guys are going to help us kill the Punisher, right? Because it's supposed to be like U.S. recruitment for yeah. like the Afghan war or whatever for it to be like, oh, yeah, because it's so ridiculous. Lexi Alexander was like, oh, I was in one of those seminars and I was watching that uh, uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 thing. And I was like, yeah, that's so ridiculous that anybody listens to these guys. So it's a parody of like recruitment, which knowing that, like knowing that context makes for that scene so much better. makes it hilarious like that's such a great thing that's I, so I funny think starting from there all the way to the end of the movie it's just amazing i think I the whole movie the, is is no okay. i think the, every scene is the better. entire movie is great but i think the best part of it is just like that last like half an hour it has it's, one of the best climaxes yeah ever. it's it's just so good because the whole movie you're like are we gonna be able to top all of the shit that's come before at the end and we are <laughs> like, can and then you just perfect aim just like just like that. like a soccer he, like, player just sho- picks it yeah or when he when he fucking shoves the like grenade launcher through the door and oh then he yeah shoots it and it kills everybody like that's like one of the most stylized where he like goes in the middle of all of them and it blows them all down yeah. like that's a really impressive shot got in the <sighs> elevator again <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh for fuck's sake it said exploded <laughs> Also, the hotel's called the Bradstreet Hotel, and Tim Bradstreet was the artist who did all the covers for Punisher Max, so there you go. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that, because <laughs> I think that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty much all we can say about this beautiful yeah. movie. You gotta, you just gotta watch it for yourself. If it's... you haven't seen it, which you probably haven't, because it didn't do super well, yeah. this movie's fucking great. It's one of my favorites. You know, so I still think I kind of like the, the Thomas Jane one a little more. Sure, it's a better made movie, and they're both very good. I, I think that's why, because they're both amazing, but I think I like the the Thomas Jane one better just because it's it's more of like an actual movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Kind of like I guess just because it doesn't take itself as seriously. And I mean, it's I guess so, I like them for different reasons. I no, like, I I don't totally. I do. like this one because it doesn't take itself seriously at all, and it's just really fun. But I like the other one because I I just like Thomas Jane as Punisher, and I like I just like how the the story goes. I guess. But yeah, they're both amazing. I, and then Dolph Lundgren's Punisher is just kind of there. <laughs> that one's I not bad. Like it. I yeah, still like it. I still like it. But it's just like it's barely can't Punisher really movie, compare yeah. it to the other two. Yeah, I think like I don't want my insane love for this movie to kind of denounce how I feel about the 2004 one. I think that that one is also really great for its own reasons. I think just because I am such a big fan of like cheesy canon 80s action movies, and this is like 
just such a throwback to those and like it's that aesthetic mixed with such a like vivid representation of the Punisher comics which I've said are some of my favorite comics of all time so I think this one is my favorite kind of maybe it's a little biased just that I like that doesn't take itself as seriously that's so ridiculous and so accurate to how those comics are written and portrayed and that there's so much love for the character in this movie i think that the 2004 one does that too where it's like oh you guys who made this movie you all really like this character clearly i just think i prefer the kind of more insane take because those comics get crazy and i think that this movie captures that but i still love both of these Punisher movies I think we're really lucky to have because the Punisher is one of the most unique and probably one of my favorite Marvel characters so I think it's insane that we get to have two very different but also very good like cinematic versions of that yeah I think they each one captures like the two like really big parts of Punisher there's like the really serious side of Punisher which is like the Thomas Jane one and then there's just like the absolutely like batshit insane part of Punisher comics, and that's what this movie was. Yeah, no, yeah, the comics go both ways. Sometimes yeah. it's very serious. So we just, we just have like the perfect like yin and yang kind of thing. With no, these two it movies. is. These Punisher movies are also both of them are incredibly underrated. I love these movies. I think yeah. they're honestly some of my favorite Marvel movies still because nothing is really like them, and I I I love them, and I love this movie. I think it's I I know I said it a hundred times. It's so annoying to hear me keep saying it, but it's just yeah, really. These great. are some very unique movies, and. We're probably not gonna get another one. Do you think they're gonna make a Punisher movie no, for the we've MCU? No, we had three seasons of an MCU Punisher show. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably as far as we're going with it. All the characters that we've done in Netflix shows, we're probably not gonna get another version of them. I would like for some of them to be filed into the MCU. Like, I would love to see because people want Daredevil to be like Peter Parker's lawyer for the whole Peter Parker Spider-Man That'd case. That'd be pretty. Cool. I would love that. I think that's great because I love a lot of the depictions of those characters i love especially like luke cage and daredevil they're great and jessica jones also um not so much iron fist and punisher for me but that's just because i think i have different like i have very clear versions of how i want those to be but i would like to see some of those filed in but no i don't think we'll get like another version of these i think people still like that show i feel like it'd be a little weird to get like a punisher mcu movie Seeing as, like, yeah. most of it, I'd say the MCU as a whole is, like, pretty, like, PG-13. Oh, well, every film has been, so I couldn't really yeah. see it going farther than that. And, I mean, the furthest we've gone is, like, Thanos getting decapitated. Yeah, that was and, pretty bad. Like, some arms <laughs> getting cut off, but, like... If we don't count the Incredible Hulk, well, terrible shit happens in that movie. Yeah, but do you think anything, like, Punisher-level no, terrible? No, no, no. no way. Like, yeah. So I feel like it would just be a little out of place, and then if they made like a PG thirteen Punisher, absolutely it just not. Feel it's right. not the point. Yeah. I also I don't really think anything could top these Punisher movies for me. I think I have exactly the movies that I want to have for this character. So, but yeah, no, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I just kind of I don't need to see another tent. I think we have some pretty solid, very distinct yeah. versions. Of I think that. I think we've got them down with this one and the last one. Yeah. Okay. So just quickly, I'll read what people have said that I haven't read out yet, and then we can wrap up. Um, uh, Travis Bow said, "I need to see this one again. I liked it well enough the first time I saw it, but I didn't care much for Dominic Westchuk. So this movie isn't going to be for everybody. But I mean, yeah, it's, I think it is definitely it. not for everybody. But I mean, if you feel like watching a movie that'll make you laugh, and if you like like insane gore, then it's probably you should probably watch. You should probably watch it. Yeah, and I think." I think maybe if people saw it, like, when it came out, maybe people should watch it now in comparison to everything that's come after and be yeah. like, oh, this is so different and interesting. 
And then Tyler Thornton similarly said, I had a hard time with this film. I'm sure it's better than I remember, but I really liked the Thomas Jane Punisher and wanted a sequel to that, which is also fair, because that was a very good movie. And I would kind of like to see him again, but I don't know. I, at this point, it's too late. <laughs> no, not now. And we had Dirty Laundry, which is, that's, yeah. that's fun. Um, and then uh, we have two responses, or two things I haven't read out yet on Reddit. We have The Bus Rustler says, Personally, I think it's solid. It's the epitome of turn off your brain. Even though it has basically basically no backstory for Frank or any kind of character moments for him, it's a humongous celebration of just pure, immature, excessive violence. And as I get on in years, I find it easier and easier to utilize my little boy brain and just enjoy something for the, sh- for the sheer stupid spectacle of it. Is it a good film? Not particularly. Is it a bad film? Not really. Does it let the character of Frank Castle shine? No. Does it give you a perfect showing of what The Punisher is all about? Absolutely. Yeah, I think, much. honestly, I, I do think it does a good job of capturing like what Frank Castle is all about because I think everything that he does in this movie is a great character. Yeah. So they have obviously all the the Punisher stuff, but also they do have scenes of him like thinking about his family and like when he I guess when he had that <laughs> breakdown as the yeah, in, yeah next to the grave. Yeah. Um so I think they they show well enough they do decently okay with, like, Frank Castle. But... I think so, too. And I think the moments, like, when they're in his headquarters and there's a girl's there and she's playing with the snow globe yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, I think I think stuff like that is really touching. Um, and then the last thing we have is uh, George Marino, or, sorry, George Monero on Reddit also says, it's all Punisher fan, it's all a Punisher fan needs. Perfect Frank. It's brutal, gory, over-the-top, and jigs, or it has over-the-top jigsaw, but a very bad script. Oh, I like the script. I don't know. Yeah, I'll fight you. <laughs> You'll probably never hear this. I'll fight you. Uh, okay, well, that's great. I'm so glad we got to talk about this movie because I fucking love this movie. It's it's just so fun and different, and I love that. And then we have a... Do we have a less fun movie next week? We have a fucking head case of a movie Oh, next no, week. it's... Yep. It's, it's Origins, isn't it? Yep. Oh, no. We're going to have a blast, Franny. Uh, I am not looking forward to it. And after that, it's, <laughs> well, I'm kind of looking forward to after it. After that, it's basically all MCU all the time. Are so, you okay? What's after? Not constantly. After that, we have Iron Man, and then we have Thor, and we have First Class, and then we have Captain America, and we're like it's just, it's just gonna keep going. Wait, I going. thought First Class was later. No, First Class 2011. In the middle of Thor and Captain America. Well, that was like 2013, 2014. No, 2014 stays future past. 2013, 2014. So. <laughs> the yeah. There's a lot more X Men movies than I usually remember. There's so, a yeah. fuck ton of X Men yeah, movies. There's so many. There's about to be like a huge cluster of them too, but we have a little bit more MCU stuff to do first. So. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, you should like it and you should subscribe to us and turn on those notifications so that we can tell people about Yeah. Okay. And comment because YouTube's bad. YouTube's bad, <laughs> and so that's why we usually just push it on other platforms. But yeah, if you're watching this, listen, thank listen you so much. Listen to it on other stuff instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should also probably start thanking Paul uh, for for the art every week. Um, we didn't. I don't know if we had a crazy theme this week. If we do, I'll put something in post um, about it. We, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvel Movie Pod. You can email us at marvelmoviepod at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at flipdeg. You can find me on inst- uh, Twitter at flipdeg with the and is a three. Franny lives under the ground because his family was killed by the mob. Yeah, I do. That's about it. Is anyone that you swear vengeance on? Uh, not particularly. What Still about, figuring it out. What about Freddie Prince Jr.? Coming for you, Freddie Prince Jr. Better <laughs> watch your ass. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> I'm gonna get my applesauce back.